Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is the cerebral... Ah, Courtney. Interesting. What do you think about that? I thought that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we have to keep shaking it up, so... Yeah, I like it. Have to come up with different descriptive adjectives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, well, before we get started, there is a couple of things I wanted to... Uh, just chat about real quick. Normally, I'd talk about these at the end of the episode, but uh, just to keep things interesting, I'm going to talk about them earlier. Uh, the first thing is, if you haven't done so already, please uh, please do subscribe to the podcast. That will make sure that you have the latest episodes as they are released. If you are enjoying these podcasts, we do uh, hope that you will share them with friends and family. And you can do that. I think you can share right from our podcast page within your favorite podcasting app. Uh, You can also cruise on over to our Grafted page on Facebook, and you can find that at facebook.com forward slash grafted.co, and that will take you to the the Grafted Marriage podcast page. Uh, We post new episode sort of postings there, letting people know about new episodes as they come out. And we also hope to use the Facebook page for engagement so that we can interact with you guys directly. And um, hopefully we can get a community and some dialogue going over there as well. Um, So those are the two things I wanted to bring to your attention. And with that, we can jump right into today's topic. So what are we talking about today? Settling down but yeah it's a lot okay that that didn't sound confident right because this is a hard thing when do I settle Mm -hmm. when do I settle myself down and what does it mean either way okay so put a different way we might be talking about when do I accept my circumstances maybe or accept always what I'm what I'm going through or dealing with versus Uh, what do I maybe try to change? Well, okay, so that's what I was thinking, like, you know, that serenity player, God, give me the strength to know, okay, whatever. Well, people may not know what that is, but can we, what is that? The serenity prayer. So this is like something that people would have in their bathroom. I've seen it like needle stitched in (laughs) bathrooms. And it's like, God, grant me the serenity to change the things I can. And, you know, this kind of, I don't know, whatever, look it up. Serenity prayer. But the idea is, I don't think that's really it. I think everything we have to, we have to accept God's sovereignty over everything, right? But when do we settle down in the midst of our circumstance, you know, and go, okay, well, this is how it's going to be. I can't do anything about it. We've talked about letting go like in the podcast before, but then when do we know that we need to fight the good fight, right? Cause there's this like back and forth. There's this, there's different parts of the Bible that when you need to move ahead, you know, and then sometimes when you need to wait, how do we know in our marriage what to do in those times? Right. And I think I've struggled with this a little bit in terms of in life, as you're going through a given situation or circumstance, uh, are, am I supposed to stay there and just keep working on it and working through it? Or am I supposed to be like, oh, this is a, you know, things aren't going well. So that means that, you know, that's a sign from God that I need to go and (laughs) change it and do, because there's no fruit here. Right. So let's go do something different. Right. And so I've sort of struggled with thinking through that and, and 
you know, and, and in particularly in today's day and age where circumstances can be changed probably way more easier than they could 40 or 50 years ago, 100 years ago, whatever, right? Like today, if you don't like your job and you're in the right field, then there are many jobs that you can go and, you know, apply for and maybe get. If you don't oh, yeah. like the place that you live, you could go and f- apply for said jobs in another city and go and move. Like it's a lot easier now to change your circumstances maybe than it than it was before. Or right? hey, I don't like my spouse anymore. Maybe I can find another one. Well and that's the that thing that I like, like a little better. Yeah, it won't right? always be that way. No, maybe, but I'm just saying no, right. But that's like that's one of those things. And so I was thinking a lot about this because of what you're saying. Like like you were in, you know, your last job you were there for a decade, right? So it's like when how do I know when to when to stay, when to leave, when to fight, when to not and I'm thinking, so we go back to the heart all the time, right? We talk about the heart all the time. And I have a tendency in, in myself and my flesh to want to run. Right. Things aren't going well. I'm going to go do that thing and try yeah. something new and try something new and try something new until it works, right? But sometimes it, I keep coming back to the same spot. Even though I think I'm trying something new, I keep coming back because it's, God's not done in that situation yet, okay? Right. So in our marriages, that can be hard because let's say one of us, we've talked this, about this before, you know, spiritually, maybe someone's kind of on fire and the other person's dealing with stuff and how do we go back? We've talked about some of that. But I think in our marriage, first off, we can't run from each other. <laughs> Let's put that out there. Divorce can't really be an option. In our society, it is. It's probably going to play games with our head at times because enemies out there, you know, the world says, keep going, keep trying 15 different ones until you find the one you finally like, or you just get too tired of getting married again and again, and so you just stay with that one anyway. But the marriage is is Christ in the church, is representative of. So if we are okay with just divorcing that at any moment, that's not good <laughs> spiritually, no. right? So since I have a tendency to run, and you, you know, you and I both have had these questions about should I stay, what should I do, that's kind of what we want to talk about today. That's kind of what we want to have the discussion about. And I don't think we're going to come out of this with like, here's your formula and here's your answer. I don't believe in them. I think formulas and five-step processes are just ridiculous because the Bible doesn't say, here's your steps process. He says, trust him, trust his sovereignty in any situation. And then in the midst of that situation, pray for the discernment to know, should I walk away from this, not the marriage, the situation, or should I stay and fight? And I think there's different times, right? We are currently in situations right now in life, a few different areas where they aren't comfortable situations that right. we're in. Yeah. And I would say that in my own way, I'm like, screw it. This is hard. Like people are being jerks. I don't want to deal with this. I want to flee. But that's me. So when do I know it's my flesh acting this way? And when do I know that I'm acting out of the spirit? Would you like to say more about this? <laughs> because this is a really hard thing. You know, this whole idea of I don't settle well. Yeah, I, I, I'm right. I get it. I'm a fighter. Yeah. And I keep, come on, let's do more. Let's do more. And not the more like fill my plate full of tasks, but I want to be constantly seeking how to discern any given situation the way he wants me to even when I don't necessarily want to be in the situation. Right. I think you're going to find yourself in life in circumstances that are, like you said, uncomfortable or where you don't want to be. And I think that, 
ideally we have such a focus on God and not on circumstances that when those times come, you just are like, oh, okay, this is, this is the way that it is and we'll be okay. We're going to get through this because I'm going to do this thing to God's glory. As time goes on, you may have opportunities to try to change circumstances if that makes sense. Not Again, not the marriage, but whatever it is that you're dealing with. It may be a job or it may be, you know, whatever. And you may have an opportunity to change or to, to think you could change a circumstance, and you try, and you see. Um, and again, it's about the heart, and are you doing this for the right reasons, right? Are you are you trying to make this move for the right reasons? Well, and are you going to let then, God close doors that he closes? And then God will close and yeah. open doors, and as he's closing yeah, right. and opening doors, are you going to be okay with it? Again, because your eyes are on God and not on your circumstances, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think that's sort of the main thing is that our circumstances are going to change and they're sometimes going to be positive and they're sometimes going to be negative. But if our eyes are always on God, then we don't really care and it's okay. Well, in the end, I mean... So it's not... I don't even know that it's an acceptance of your circumstances necessarily. It's just, you know, keeping your eyes on God and thus your circumstances don't matter as much to you. Right. I don't know. That's not... It's not working for you, I can tell. No, I just... I consternate on this a lot. I consternate on this a lot. This is a hard one. Because I do want to do his will. And because I know that when I when we go through challenging circumstances and we stick it out, we get closer to God. Yes, because trial. we know in the Bible he says there will be trial, there will be tribulation. Jesus didn't lie to us. Okay, we didn't come into salvation and, the, and walking with him, and he was like, everything's going to be peachy and roses. He died on a cross, was homeless, like you know, rose from the dead. Like, this is the Savior we're, we're, we're following. Okay, and so it's not going to be peaches and roses all the time or whatever your thing is. Maybe you hate peaches and roses, but yeah, whatever. right. It's not going to be easy all the time. One thing I want to say, though, is... Oh, okay, real quick. Yes, it comes by trial. The suffering makes us stronger, makes us closer to Him, makes us um, adhere to Him more, listen to Him better, grow in intimacy with Him. And really, that is our key. What we want is intimacy with Him, closer relationship with Christ, not better circumstances. So it's another key thing is you have an opportunity in your circumstances that you may be uncomfortable with, Mm -hmm. you have an opportunity in them to get closer to God. Yeah, because growing closer to God will make me closer to you, will make this each spouse, will make us closer to each other. Our marriage will be awesome if we keep our eyes on Jesus. Because you're not looking at each other to fulfill something that you neither can. You're looking towards each other as a team to shed light onto the world. And by the way, women, if you don't like your circumstance, don't nag your husband and try to tempt him. Because I read about this before, like a long time ago. It was like women have the like this thing, this manipulative, tempting ability like Eve, right? We have to be super careful that we don't go after our husbands and nag them and try to manipulate them into changing the circumstance. If you know, like, because if it's supposed to change, he'll know too. If he's a Christian, like, he'll know too. And so it's not our job to like force something just because of our sensuality, sexuality, whatever you want to use, you know, whatever you want to say about it, femininity, whatever. It's not okay. Right. So we really need to not do that. Some women will be like, well, I'm going to withhold sex or I'm going to have sex in the morning and you're going to change the circumstance. It could be small, like some small things, but it's not okay. We're not here to manipulate one another. We have to really keep our eyes on the Lord. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. When we look at him, we go, this is hard right here right now. There's been times where it's been cool. There's been times where it's been easy right now. It's hard. I don't like hard. Our flesh hates hard. But guess what breaks our flesh up? 
guess what busts us out of our flesh is the heart, mm-hmm. is the fire. Yeah. It's what burns it off. Right. Nothing else can. And so not that we should like be praying for the fire to come or I don't know. No, whatever. but when it comes, but like, understand, like you can be, you know, maybe mm, somewhat excited about it, knowing that at the end it's of gonna it, bring refinement. you're going to get, you know, yeah. you're going to get closer to God. We had recently a circumstance that we were going through and it was something that neither of us wanted to do at all, but we needed to do it. And so we committed as a couple to just approach it with the best attitude that we could, realizing that at the end of it, we were going to be like, wow, when we get through with this thing and we're on the other side of it, imagine how like strong we're going to be, you know? And, and so, and then it did, we went through the circumstance and at the end of it, we feel way stronger than we felt before we went through it. And I think I'd say that we had some big changes that occurred that God made in our lives as a result of... Yeah, and it has sometimes it has to be forced. I I think about people like Olympiads or something, you know, like where they will, or that guy, that free solo guy, you know, you watch this movie about a rock climber, and they will push their body so hard to achieve this hopeful prize, right? It's human and it's entropy will be all over it, but they they do all of this. Well, as Christians, shouldn't we, as Paul says, like run the race, like be ready, like train, like do the things necessary knowing those hard times will come. And those hard times are not unlike running hurdles over and over, over and over, sure, over and yeah, over, swimming, right. swimming, 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 every similar. single day. Yeah. Because we're training spiritually, right. not physically. Right. People have no problem. I'm going to run a marathon. Oh, I'm going to sure. make I'm this go whole big thing. Yeah. 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 And we make that this idol, but like, that's fine. I mean, it's good to have, be healthy, but why aren't we wanting to also train, train spiritually? We, we talk so negatively of like the hard times, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But it's like God uses them. Yeah, I think that maybe there's a misconception, uh, maybe in, probably in the American church, American Christians yeah. have around like God being like, He's going to give me comfort, and I'm going to become a Christian, and then these yeah, wh- great read that in the Bible. Like, where does that that's, say that? No, I don't read like, it anywhere. That's not the way it works. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, he you says become a He Christian. will comfort you yeah. in the midst yeah. of I'm your pretty circumstances. Sure now that I've been through this whole thing, that when you really start living for Jesus, that like. From a worldly perspective, things become harder, not easier. Yeah, he said. I mean, he <laughs> so, he tells us there'll be persecution, yeah. there'll be sword, there'll be hard, really hard things. And what we face, most of us, what we face in America aren't going to be... Not comparative to the world. Right, around us. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of us do go through really, really tough things. I'm saying the majority of oh, us... I, I was speaking of persecution. I oh, think, yeah, right, just in yeah. Terms of globally, there's much yeah. worse persecution than... But God also knows what each of our thing is that was hard. And, and, you know, even like thinking of Paul with the thorn in the flesh, right? Like he kept asking for it to go. And then finally he's like, fine. Like God had it there for a reason to keep him humble. And he says, so that he wouldn't boast about himself. And isn't that interesting? Like how God can allow these things in our life that like a nagging kind of a thing, you know, to just keep our eyes, like keep focusing back on him. Cause people will say that a lot where they say, well, why does God let bad things happen to good people? Well, find me one, and then we can have the conversation. <laughs> find a good person. Yeah, yeah. there's no good yeah, people. Yeah, there's no good, per- no good like, people. Like, everyone's born in sin. We all are full of sin. We're wretched, right? And then he saves us and gives us his spirit and slowly wants to pull that flesh off of us. And again, unfortunately, that only comes by way of fire and difficulty. Now, within the marriage, as one or both of you, if you're both going through it, hold on to each other, love each other through it. If one of you is going through it and the other one isn't, don't turn right away from him and go, hmm, let me know when that's over because that sucks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, 
That's really hard. Like we have to face these challenges together. That's why the two are better than one. Because when we're facing challenges and one of us falls and says, I can't do it anymore. Like this is too much. I'm failing. I'm falling. Like this is too hard and I can't handle it. And the other one has to come alongside, lift back up, remind us of scripture, remind us of who God is and keep walking. Because what else are we going to do? And that's the idea I was thinking about. Like we're writing a new song and it says, you know, how can I settle in and not settle down? How do I settle down but not settle to keep that zeal, to press into the fold, to let go, and also to hold on? It's all of those pieces together, but we won't know when to do them unless we ask God what to do. Because settling, I again, I just really struggle with that word. Like, no, I don't want to settle. I want this adventurous life with Christ. I want to do the things he wants me to do. I don't want to just stale out in suburbia. Like, I can't. I can't allow that to be my life. And like at the same time, you're like reminding me we're where you are right now. And you have to be settled. We have to be okay right here, you know, but not to the point where we lose our zeal for the Lord. So it's like you and I kind of go back and forth on this. I'm like, I can't settle down. You're like, we're where we are right now. And I'm like, yes, we're where we are right now, but we can't just be okay with that. We have to constantly push forward. So I think you and I have this constant, it's just a constant tension Mm -hmm. for sure of how to do that well. And I don't think in our human capacity we're ever going to fully understand it. But don't we all just want to use it all up, though, while we're here? Like, like we don't just want to sit around, you know? Uh, yeah, ideally. And you're, so in our marriage, you have more of that, the fact you would, your flesh would go more towards lazy, my flesh would go more towards lazy overdoing. Lazy is the wrong word. I think what my flesh goes Complacency? toward is, no, comfort. Comfort, okay, comfort. Yeah. Where I would be more like work, strive, you know, and yeah. that's not good either because God says, you know, it's not by works unless anyone should boast. So that's a that's good for us. We can check and balance each other there. Um, but that means communication with your yes. spouse. As we've said. Yes. Communication. Listening is to your spouse. Very important. Because you can hear them all day long. <laughs> not listen. And <laughs> not listen to anything they're saying. Huh? What? Right. <laughs> no, for real, right? Oh, yeah. And it's hard. I mean, everyone should pray for us because I talk a lot, as you could probably imagine. And that's how I process. Everything's like this external processing. And we don't always get to the answer right away. But that's the pursuit of Christ. Yeah. He is the answer. Exactly. Yep. So I don't know where you guys are at on the, you know, accepting things versus pushing forward. Hopefully we've given you some things to think about. Uh, as you uh, move along on your journey of life and marriage, uh, these are obviously pretty difficult, pretty difficult things to wrestle with and figure out. But um, you know, as we said from our experience, I think that when you do uh, accept a ch- uh, accept a challenging circumstance and go through that circumstance with God, uh, it can it can really change it can really change your relationship with your spouse. It can change the relationship that you have with God. Um, and change, you know, your whole sort of worldview and perspective. So don't be afraid of, of challenging circumstances that, that may come. And just ask God, like pray every day for discernment that he would show us with grace and mercy how to move through. Lord, is this a circumstance you want me in right now? Is this something that you want me to be pursuing something different? And he will tell us, and he's not going to tell this as spouses, he's not going to tell you different things. You know what I mean? Like it's going to line up with his word. That's the first thing. If you're believing something that doesn't line up with the word, that's 
obvious. But then I also believe that he's not going to tell us opposite things. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to grow us together. So, um, yeah, looking for unity. Yeah, unity in the in, marriage in, for in sure. The decisions and in yeah. the, in those in those discussions around circumstances and yep. what can change and what can't change. And then yeah. the heart, being honest about your heart. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. There are times where I've just been like, uh, you know, cuz yeah. that means that means a lot of letting go. Yeah. Of of self and that's humility and vulnerability again and within your marriage we would hope that there's trust there, right? But trust is hard especially where we live right now in the society living is hard. And so trusting each other to hear each other. And is this what you mean? Like, I hear you saying this and I don't think that's the right heart and accountability, like all these things that are really hard. But like, even if, if those aren't things you've practiced in the past, like baby step toward them, like be more trusting of each other, more accountable with each other, because that vulnerability is what sets us apart from all the other relationships. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, All right. Well, why don't you pray us out? Okay. Lord, I just thank you for this time to discuss your word and your will in our lives. Lord, there's, you are not a God of confusion and we know that you will bring, um, you will bring the light that we need for each step of our path in this journey. I pray, Lord God, that the words we speak today, only the ones that are of you would be remembered. Anything else would be forgotten so that we would not be speaking out of turn or out of line. Lord Jesus, we just love you and want to honor you. And, um, just basically want to start conversations. So I pray for all the marriages out there, Lord, that you would keep them solid, that they would not look to divorce as an option, and that they would see that with you, all things are possible. Even marriage in this context, in this society we live in today, we, are, we can do this and we can do it well as unto you so that at the end of our days, we can hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, well, as always, thank you for listening. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Also, head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash grafted.co. Give us a like, maybe share the podcast with your friends. We hope that you have gotten something out of today's episode, and we look forward to continuing this journey with you as we keep chasing truth. Bye-bye.